Here is what you missed this morning on the Catholic Morning Show. Let's go to our next guest. He is author of uh, this book that I, I really find fascinating, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians. Thank you very much. Dr. Ian Murphy joins me. Hello, Dr. Hello, and thanks for having me back on the show. It's great to talk to you again. It's been a couple years, and I appreciate you and this opportunity to, to uh, talk a little bit about the book today. I'm glad you're here. Give us the true definition of healing. Yeah, it's uh, maybe starting in, in an Aquinas approach, I'll say what it isn't, and, and it's not go. what it's been made to be by our self-help books, that's for sure. It is not just treating symptoms. Healing is not just alleviating pain. Healing is not just avoiding suffering. In other words, it's not just problem-solving, because we're not just problems to be solved. We've forgotten who we truly are. Reflections of God's image, His beloved, uh, we're, we're His covenant partners, His bride. So healing, instead of the avoidance of a negative, it's the attainment of a positive. It's God's repairing of His image of love within people. It's not just what we're saved from. It's what we're saved for. Mm. I, and I, I think that's so important for us to know because, again, sometimes we could paint this in kind of a, a, a negative uh, a picture of what healing is. It's, it's kind of running away from, you know, our past or running away exactly. from the, the struggles or difficulties that we have. But you say it's much more than that. Exactly. It's the, it's the attainment of a positive beyond any dysfunction that we're healed from. And this book, The Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians, uh, it, it is all about getting rid of that dysfunction, sure. In fact, it's, it's a step-by-step accompaniment out of whatever has somebody in a funk, whatever has mm. somebody stuck. It will help them get unstuck. The point is it just doesn't stop there. There's so much more than just getting rid of the negative. There is the joy, the happiness, the best version of yourself and what your relationships and what yourself looks like at its very best. That's what God wants to show His people, are those plans to prosper us, as He promises in His Word. You say there's seven key aspects of restoration. Give us a couple. Uh, Sure. One of them is to not start with the problem, but start with the person namely the three persons of the Holy Trinity. It all starts with God, and then the human person made in God's image. A lot of this repairing of love within us, this true definition of healing, comes down to a healed image of our Heavenly Father as the loving Abba, who He truly is. He really does love us, as you were just talking about, with a good examine of conscience. Tell Him everything. He cares about us. He really, a healed God image will correspondingly lead to a healed self image. It also means we have to attain to our becoming. You know, it's not just that we are, it's that we're becoming. And we forget this, we think in such snapshots, such isolated moments. But our little choices 
Really, there's no such thing. They're like mustard seeds. Our tiny little choices every day are shaping the person we are becoming. So when those choices are loving, when they're virtuous choices, we're shaping a healed, more truly human character that is going to be much happier. So uh, mm-hmm. attending to the becoming power of our day-to-day choices, starting with the person, not the problem, and getting the counselor, the Holy Spirit, back into counseling so that it's not just this avoidance of the negative or this problem-solving approach, but a live relationship. And he's hilarious, he's surprising, he cares about us, he wants to hear it all. And getting the counselor back into counseling, uh, these are just a few of the keys to true healing, to get out of the short-sighted and, and sometimes dangerous self-help world. I mean, I think a lot of the incomplete therapy out there today is ironically keeping people trapped in the very dysfunction that needs to be cured. It, it's actually keeping people sick by leaving God out of it. Expand on that a little bit, because again, self-help, you, you can't keep these books on the bookshelves you know, uh, long enough. I mean, they, they fly off. We're always looking for the next self-help remedy you know, to a better today and a, and a happier tomorrow. Uh, but you say it can be doing more damage than good. Exactly, and, and well said. I appreciate that. Just one quick example. Uh, there's uh, therapists out there who advise married couples now, these are struggling homes, struggling marriages, and they're advised to watch pornographic movies together under the name of healing, under the name of a therapeutic approach. Now, as Christians, we know that that's horrendous. I mean, and aside from prescribing adultery to to a struggling marriage, which is only going to break it apart even worse when it's already in need of healing. It, we know from psychological and clinical studies that pornography has a, an, a the effect of an addictive opioid on the human brain. It functions like a narcotic. So they're they're prescribing adultery and functional narcotics to struggling marriages in the name of therapy. That's what happens if you leave God out. That's what happens if you have that incomplete picture. And you just that's just one example. You have a lot of therapy, so-called therapy like that. You know, just the the surplus of these self-help books like you just referred to, it 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 shows that the they're not working. You know, if they were working there wouldn't still be so many flying off the shelves. But it also I think speaks to a deep and widespread spiritual hunger that people are experiencing. I mean, the popularity of these books, people are literally starving, like hungry sheep, to be fed by the only one who can fill that God-shaped void in all of us, the only one who can truly heal us, the great physician, and he longs to. Only he can fill that void. Yeah, you you say there's one truth that is crucial to healing. Is that it? What's the truth? Uh, To to get God back into it is is at the heart of it, that he loves you, that you're made in his image, and that, uh, well, if, if you really take up your cross daily, if you die to self and abide in Christ, then personal healing, well, that's inevitable simply because of who Jesus is. 
Where do we start, doctor? Where, someone's listening now and thinking, I want, I want to start this process, or I need healing in my life. Where do we start? The way I started and what I recommend for anybody is the baby steps of virtue. This is the God where the mustard seed always wins. What looks like it's tiny, what looks like it's insignificant, ends up taking over because through repetition we're shaped by it. We don't have to make a giant leap. Uh, The book tells the story of how I lost over 100 pounds. I didn't lose, I didn't do that by losing 100 pounds. I did that by losing one pound 100 times. And that's different. The baby steps, pick a virtue. For me, it was basically self-control. I I, I lack self-control. And I developed that virtue through individual daily choices of self-control. Eat a better dinner. Get on the treadmill. Do some allegedly small thing in that virtue. Well, the thing is, it doesn't stay small through repetition. As St. Thomas Aquinas makes so clear, and as I can testify, and anyone who grows in charity can, these virtues, these qualities of love, which is what virtues are, like patience, kindness, self-control, when you repeat them, they carve new synaptic pathways in the human brain. They internalize into new second-nature routines, tendencies, dispositions, new habits. And then those habits end up shaping your very character in the image that truly defines you, in the image of charity, in the image of patience, kindness, mercy, and self-controlling humility. So by repeating any one virtue, you're repeating all of them because they're all united by love. Self-control was also courageous because it takes courage to confront the sins that have been dominating us. It was wise. It, it, it was just to the people who loved me and wanted me healthy just by working on what looks like one little baby step on one little virtue can just turn the tide and set you up for success and change what used to be just an aspiration into a new inclination, a new habit, a new second nature tendency. That is the short and sweet of how we heal, is the repetition of these virtuous baby steps that reshape us in that healed self. I have to say, though, Doctor, and I think you would attest to this, this is hard work. This is not going to come easy. Uh, you know, anything that's worth doing is, is going to be difficult, I think. And, and I think we have to be patient with ourselves in this. So, I mean, I, I just want to give the people permission to know this is going to be hard. There's going to be struggles, you know, throughout this. It, but it's a lifetime. It's not just an overnight, you know, kind of quick fix here to healing. Amen. And I second that, and I echo that. Uh, Stumbling and fumbling is part of it. It will happen, and we cannot do this on our own steam. I I think somewhere in the book I say, if you were to graph my weight loss progress on 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 a graph, it doesn't follow some neat, tidy, upward curve or straight line from A to B to victory. It looks like all over the map with falling down here, falling on my face here, needing confession, needing grace, needing prayer, needing my relationships, needing love, falling down again, getting back up. As I found out, the, the problem isn't falling down. The problem is staying down. The grace is always sufficient. Your, your success might graph on a, on a chart like a, a random blob of data inputs between victory and falling back down. 
But over time, that blob moves generally up in Christ. It's like G.K. Chesterton said, it's not that Christianity has been tried and found wanting. It's that it's been found difficult and not tried. It is hard to die to self, but it's what we've been asked to do. Jesus is there with the grace. He'll always pick you back up. So it's not easy, but because of who he is, it will work. He will do the impossible for those who take him up on his offer to die to self and follow him to life. Dr. Ian Murphy, The Road to Self-Awareness, friends, you can get the book at sophiainstitute.com. Where else can people get the book, Dr.? Uh, they could check it out at my website, too. I'd love them to just see what we're doing, get in touch, say hi, say if they were blessed by today's interview, or, or just say hello or a prayer request. Dr. Ian Murphy.com, D-R-I-A-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y, Dr. Ian Murphy.com. And if they get the book from there, uh, if they purchase it from the website, I can, I can autograph it for them. They can also get it at Sophia's website, the Sophia Institute Press. It's... Uh, the Road to Self-Awareness, a therapy book for Christians. And thanks so much for the chance to tell them about it and my website. I appreciate it. Listen to the Catholic Morning Show weekday mornings at 7 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, iowacatholicradio.com, or the Iowa Catholic Radio app.